a great time to be a Giant, be a fan of the Giants. Like we have something going here. We're building something special, and you know you can see it from the outside and inside. It's even more beautiful. Reflecting on everything that got me here, just to see that uniform, and you know I, I watched. That's the team I watched the most growing up. Because my dad was a Giants fan. So once a Giant, always a Giant. For me, it's only a Giant. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of All In with Art Stapleton, the New York Giants podcast brought to you by NorthJersey.com and The Record. I'm your host, Art Stapleton, and it is Christmas week. That means the Giants head down the turnpike to good old Philadelphia, where it's not the city of brotherly love for the New York Giants. It's anything but. But we'll get to that in a second. On today's show, my interview with the longest tenured Giant, Sterling Shepard. Season has not gone as planned for the Giants or Shepard. He's got three games left of this season. We'll see if his snap counts increase. Not sure they will. And part of that is because of who he's behind. Trying to battle to get snaps away from Wondell Robinson and Jalen Hyatt, and that's not going to happen. Uh, and he knows it. And the Giants look at it, and you know it's about the future, and they should be playing the younger players. But at 30 years old, you know it's time to start appreciating. I think through all the injuries, the presence of Sterling Shepard and what he meant to this team through the tough times. You know, and I think uh, our conversation kind of veered a little bit. So I think you'll enjoy that uh, and at least give you insight into where Sterling is right now and what he's thinking going into the last three weeks. Uh, I'm not sure Sterling Shepard would look to play in another city if he still felt that he had something left in the tank. I can tell you he believes he has something left in the tank and that he could play and contribute. Uh, but, you know, sometimes those decisions are made for you. His family is in the area. He's got young girls in school. And that's always a factor. And I could see Sterling Shepard being, being an ambassador for the Giants the way uh, Jesse Armstead is. Uh, and Jesse takes on a bigger role as assistant to the general manager. You know, he's kind of a, me a member of the front office uh, or a member of the coaching staff. You know, it's kind of unclear, uh, but you know Jesse's working for the organization. And if that's where Sterling Shepard ends up with the Giants, it would not shock me. Um, but we'll see how things play out. Uh, so we'll have that interview with Sterling. And might as well get to that right now, because Giants at 5-9, and nine, heading to Philly. As I mentioned, we'll get into a little bit of that after the Sterling interview. But I'll set it up. The streak is now at 10 losses in a row for the Giants. That includes last year's playoff game down at the link. So I kind of broached the topic with Sterling that they've never won since he's been there in Philly. Came close a couple times. And it goes all the way back to 2013, Justin Pugh's rookie year. So, without further ado, let's get to my interview with Sterling Shepard. It goes before you. It goes before me, huh? Yeah, man. I ain't never won. 
I got close, but yeah, too close several times. Yeah, heck yeah, field goal a couple times, right? Elliot beat you twice with long ones. With the long ones, yeah. And then the one year when you you scored a touchdown, you should have won when the pass went off Evans' hands. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry to bring that one up. No. It's um, is he in boats? What are you? I mean, are you going down there and playing on Christmas? I mean, what? What are you expecting? What do you tell the younger guys? What is, that's going to be like? Yeah, I mean, it's a hostile environment, but like, I like to tell them if we can get up on them quick, uh, their fans can go the opposite direction. So uh, that's the main focus is like starting fast with them. And, uh, you know, you, you have to maintain it throughout the game because, you know, this is the NFL. Like, everybody's going to go on their run uh, most of the time. And uh, you just got to be prepared. Uh, that so like it's it's important to start fast and then finish strong what's this been like for you I mean I, I know last year you know you were hurt so you knew what your role was but it, how has this tested you emotionally man uh, it's tested me a lot man this, this whole this whole season but um I just try to look at the positives in it, you know what I mean? I work my tail to come come back, my tail off to come back and uh, be a part of this team. And, uh, you know, it, it, the situation I'm in isn't ideal. Uh, you know, I, I didn't think it was going to play out this way, but I just kind of got to look at the silver lining and uh, the blessings that are coming out of it. I got another year to be around be around my boys and, um, you know, try to try to look at, take a positive out of it. Uh, but is it tough on me? Yeah, it's tough on me. For sure, I can't sit here and act like it's not. Like I, I love, I love playing football. And last year was a different situation for me. I was, I was hurt, so it was easy to give back to my team in, in the way that I could. And the only way that I could was by motivating them, which you know I, I still do now. Um, but it's tough when, when your body feels like it's able to, to perform. And that's what you're used to. That's what you do on a weekly, throughout the week. Um, yeah, it, it's tough, but uh, I just try to look at the positives as much as I can. To be in the right mental space to do the things you're doing and not, you know, shake the apple cart, so to speak. The idea, of, uh, you know, for you, how at peace are you of where you're at right now? I mean, do you think of the future? Or do you just kind of lock in on what the moment is? Yeah, I mean, I catch myself trying to think, think ahead and think of the future. Um, but I know that I'm going to be good in that area with whatever I decide to do. So I just try to remind myself to just be here and enjoy, try to take whatever I can positive out of it and, and enjoy it. Um, because when it's over, it's over. Um, so you know, I try not to look too far ahead and just kind of be where my feet are. I remember talking to, to Vic when you know, he went to Chicago and the idea was, you know, I can still play. I'm going to still play. But then you run into a whole other set of circumstances when you go somewhere that they don't know you. They don't really know you, yeah. Have you thought about that aspect of it? And that does that factor into you, you know, what you're going to do when the time comes to make the decision? Yeah. And I think that you don't truly know that in, in, until you go somewhere. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you got to think about that. And this place has been so good to me. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I think about it. But at 
the same time, like I told you, I try to just be where my feet are because grass ain't always greener on the other side. I understand that. And, like, I, I just don't want to think too far ahead. I just kind of want to enjoy where I'm at just in case I do decide to hang it up. If, if I do decide that I can play still, and I know that I can play now. Like, I feel, I feel great. I do what I do at practice. I see what I see at practice. Um, I know that I can. Uh, just based on my family and my family situation, you know, that plays a, a big factor into to what I do next. So. I know, uh, you know I've been around a lot of guys. Some guys get bitter. Some guys look at younger players and say, you know, they're on their own. I got to worry about me. You, you're the opposite from what I've observed. Yeah. Between you and Jalen and you and Wandell, I've yeah. seen moments where you have taken on that teacher role. Mm -hmm. Has that... I don't want to say it's made up for the lack of being on the field, but when you see them growing the way they are, do you kind of take pride in the fact that you are playing a role in their growth? A hundred percent. I mean, like, I'm just not that type of guy that's going to, like, I guess you could say, like, hate on somebody else's situation. Like, that's the natural progression of this league most of the time. Uh, as you get older, I mean, you know, that's just the way it goes. It's a young man's game. And, um, yes, I can still contribute, but, like, those guys are growing. They're, they're growing into themselves. And, you know, yeah, me, me having a helping hand in that, like, in seeing some of the things that we talk to come to life on game day and them having, like, a light bulb go off. Like, I've had those moments where light bulb went off. It's like, dang, that, that move actually works or that, that actually is going to gonna help me. I'm going to continue to use that throughout my career. Then finally getting those light bulb moments and like and seeing that and, and seeing it actually happen in the game is uh, fulfilling. And uh, yeah, that's just what type of person I am, man. Like I'm, I'm not gonna like be negative, Nancy over here, and like you know bring other people down, um, and especially on game day. Like on game day, a light bulb switches for me, and I'm just like I go into whatever role that I'm I'm in at that moment and try to try to be the best at it. Uh, try to help them guys out, man. They they gonna be great players, and you see so much potential. You want that you want that to happen for them. Did that happen for you back then? What? I mean, back when you were their age, when you came in. I mean, I was here when you were a rookie, but did, yeah. did, did you did guys help you out the way you helped them out? <laughs> Maybe in a different way. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was different, though, because Vic was still playing a lot. You know what I mean? Vic was still playing a lot. So, you know, he would tell me certain things every now and then. Um, but we played, he played outside. I played inside. So it's like, but he's played inside a lot. So, you know, certain things he would tell me. But, like, in the role that I'm in, we're like, I, I don't do shit. <laughs> So, like, that's that's what my focus is. Like, I, I get to focus on that and, like, helping them out and, you know, trying to see what they may not see on because on, on, I'm, I'm on the side looking at it. Like, it's different when you're out there. You may not see certain things because everything's flying around. But from my view, I can see everything and, and just try to help them on the sideline when they come back. So, you know, I'm trying to stay warm just in case I get thrown in to go in there for a couple of I was going to say, with three games left, do you change? that moment
moment now? Like, is there kind of a burning for that? Yeah, the idea of, you know what? You don't know when that moment's going to come. I mean, nah. Nah, man. I I just take it as it comes, man. Whatever happens, happens. Like, I'm not not chasing to get in the game. I'm not like... Nah, I'm not... uh, it is what it is at this point. It's whatever is gonna happen that week is gonna happen that week. I just try to stay prepared for whichever scenario that is. Because you were here when guys guys have gotten send offs. You know the idea. I'm not saying I'm not putting words in your mouth, but that's the reality of the situation. Whether that happens, I'm sure you'll make that decision after the season. You'll sit down with your family, but right. you know you were here. You saw what Eli got. You know what I mean. You, you yeah. know what that moment was as manufacturer. As as you know, organic as it was, I would imagine that if you got a moment like that, that would be something special for you, no? Or is that just not in your mind right now? Uh, I wouldn't say that's in the forefront, but uh, would be nice. Yeah. Also, the season's not going away that we really wanted to. It's like. A lot played into that. We, we won that game that Eli got sent off on and everything, which, I mean, that's what we're working to do is to end the season off on a good note. Um, so that's what I, I hope to happen, but you just got to be prepared for whatever. So, you know, whatever way it comes, I'm, I'm very content on where I'm at and, you know, whichever way that this thing ends up for me. Like, I, I know that I'm going to succeed in another area if that's what I decide to do. Um, and I've and I've gotten what I've gotten out of the game. And uh, I'm content with that, too. All right, thanks to Sterling Shepard. And obviously, as I told you, some candor. Uh, sorry about the uh, couple instances where it was, you know, not safe for work. But hopefully you guys can understand and appreciate the emotion of the interview. Uh you know, look, I've seen plenty of guys, as I send to Sterling Shepard, that take this a completely different direction. But he's still engaged with this team. He's still helping the younger receivers. Talked to Wondell Robinson and Jalen Hyatt about Sterling and said his presence and influence pops up all over their game, who they are as people in the locker room, as pros. Uh, and I think sometimes that is overlooked. And uh, whenever Sterling Shepard decides to hang him up, and I kind of get the sense it's going to be this year, but it really depends on what opportunities are out there. Uh, And I'm not sure if there are a ton of opportunities for wide receivers past the age of 30 who are coming off of, you know, they've had injuries uh, like Sterling has. So, this is his home. It would not surprise me, again, if he uh, decides to be around in this area. Uh, and it'll be set up off the field with a lot of different stuff that he does fashion-wise uh, and, you know, his other interests. But uh, I think, you know, this is where Sterling Shepard, as a second-round pick back in 2016, uh, when you think about him joining that team with Odell Beckham Jr. and Victor Cruz, uh, that team that yes we know the boat trip kind of leaves a stain on how sterling started his career here i know for some some of the fans that's always a hard thing to get over uh but this organization the players in it love who sterling shepherd is his fight his toughness uh and whenever he's done 
uh, it, he will be one of those players that I think after the fact will become even more of a popular giant than he is as he's currently playing. So, again, thanks to Sterling Shepard, and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that interview and uh, just kind of checking in with him. Uh, for a selfish reason, I hope over the next three weeks at some point Sterling gets on the field, uh, preferably at home, uh, and gets a couple opportunities to uh, kind of get his lasting impression uh, at MetLife. Uh, and if they can do it in a win, obviously, as he said, that would be even better. 3-16. and 16. That's what the Giants are against the Eagles in the last 19 games. They've lost 10 games in a row. I broke them all down for you. The Philly Horror Show at the link for the Giants from 2014 all the way up until last year and the playoffs. So if you want to go on NorthJersey.com and be a glutton for punishment and go check that out, it's all there broken down for you. 2013 is the last time the Giants beat the Eagles in Philly. Justin Pugh was a rookie. Tom Coughlin was the coach. Victor Cruz was the leading receiver. Peyton Hillis was the leading rusher. And Josh Brown kicked five field goals in a victory. And the Giants haven't won since in Philly. So Randy Bullock goes to IR. Cade York will kick. Some irony for Cade York he was cut by the Browns shortly after his preseason struggles began at the link. Missed two field goals in the preseason against the Eagles. So now if he gets another opportunity, kind of a three-game showcase for him in this league, it starts in Philly, which is kind of crazy. So uh, will Dexter Lawrence play? He's got an extra day. We'll see if he's out there on Monday. Uh, but just wanted to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, time with family, health and happiness. Appreciate you guys being locked in and all in all year. Uh, likely not going to do a pre or a post game pod on Christmas, but we will follow up soon after next week and get you ready for the game against the Rams on New Year's Eve. Uh, appreciate you always listening to the pod and following all my coverage on NorthJersey.com. And we will keep being here for you through the rest of the regular season and then into draft season again for the New York Giants. Thanks for listening. Again, Merry Christmas to everyone who celebrates, and we'll talk to you soon.